He's in prison for putting Superman in the ICU with a kryptonite bullet. I'm not joining your suicide squad. We'll see. My court date is coming up. And Miss Waller said maybe you could help me out. You're stretching in my door! Everyone stand down. Miss Waller, I don't- Stand down! I wouldn't take such extreme measures if this mission weren't more important than you could possibly imagine. Are you in or out? Good. Let's meet your team. It's okay, I'm not okay. Each member is chosen for his or her own completely unique set of abilities. I need to feel the raindrops on my head, on my head. Hey guys, sorry I'm late. Had to go number two. Good to know. Is this thing a dog? A dog? What kind of dog do you think it is, mate? I'm gonna go with Afghan hound. Oh my god, is it a werewolf? Yo, they sent me this to a werewolf? Yo, let me out! Yeah, he's not a werewolf, okay? He's a weasel. He's harmless. I mean, he's not harmless. He's killed 27 children, but, you know. Your mission is to destroy every trace of something known only as Project Starfish. Any questions? Starfish is a slang term for a butthole. Think there's any connection? No. No. All right. Let's get it. This is suicide. Well, that's kind of our thing. I'm a superhero! That's my dad. I want to get you out of here alive. I'm going to get you out of here alive. Ratatouille, what do you got? Bird. <laughs> now, now, wait. Stay off the comp. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Uncharted Era with CK61938. How's everybody's week been? Hope you're all looking after yourselves, keeping busy, work, and other bits and pieces, whatever you've been up to. Um, the weather's turned a bit sour here. Um, sorry, if you can hear that meow, that's my cat. Um, <laughs> I've, I've closed the door to my room, so he's, uh, he's outside um, the room because... Um, so he saw a cat earlier and uh, tried, tried to see if he could attack it but obviously he's inside because as I was saying the weather's turned a bit here it's been raining um, so yeah he's uh, it doesn't sound too happy at the moment that I've sort of let him um, well not not allowed him to go after the cat in that sense so because he, go, he goes out when it's raining you know muddy paws and all that sort of stuff you've got to clean up after him and everything so yeah, so he's um, yeah, that's probably why he's uh, you, you could probably have just heard a little little cry from him, but I'm sure he'll be fine. Um, anyway, so a fair a little bit to talk about, but uh, before before I get on to the news that I like that I'll, that I'll be talking about very very soon, a um, couple of things to to note or a few things even. One, I've just I've not long got back from seeing Fast Nine. So uh, it's out now worldwide. Well, I say worldwide, but the rest of the world, especially UK and America. Anyway, um, brilliant. Really enjoyed it. Um, <clears throat> not not going to give any any indication of any spoilers, but the film did what it set out to do. Bring on Fast uh, Fast Ten and Fast Eleven. So because um, we know from what Vin Diesel has said that there is uh, two more, you know, chapters to to finish off the um, the saga, as it were and um look forward to seeing how how it does actually close out but uh fast nine yeah it takes it to another level i mean they they, they obviously go into space in this one if you've seen the trailers um so yeah <clears throat> really really good um we do see some old faces in this film as well as there was a couple that i wasn't expecting to see um as well and uh yeah really really good really really good and it's doing pretty well in terms of box office um Thus far, it's made over three hundred and fifty million. Um, I think it's nearing. It's nearing. Well, it's on course to make sixty-six million in North America, which is kind of good for a, 
you know, a pandemic era um, in, in the state that we're in at the moment. Um, so, yeah, it's it's making money. It's it's doing all right. It's doing, it's doing well. So that's good. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. God. Keep clearing my throat. So I do apologize. Um, so a couple of real world sort of news to talk about. Um, yesterday, uh, we had the sentencing of Derek Chauvin, the man who murdered George Floyd uh, May of 2020 by kneeling on his neck for over nine minutes and um, obviously they did the trial um, last month or so a couple of months back um, found out he was guilty on three charges and like I say he was sentenced yesterday and he got tw he's got 22 and a half years in jail it's not long enough but ideally it sh should be life um, but I hope he rots and dies and um, because it, like I say 22 and a half years is not long enough you know um, I've seen people talking about the possibility that he could be out in eight years for good behavior um, and other bits and pieces his mother was you know taking a stand and saying oh you know I'm gonna miss him I'm not gonna be able to have a special hug with him and I'm like yeah whatever woman you know you know what he's done your son killed an innocent man in cold blood in front of the entire world to see and you're saying you're not going to be able to have your special hug with him what about george floyd's daughter she's never going to be able to hug him ever again so never mind your special hug with your son which sounds pretty wrong um your son is a murderer simple as he's a racist murderer that's that's it that's all he is um we're still waiting to hear about the other three officers that were um you know essentially implicit and you know were, were there at present when George was kneeling on, um, sorry, when Derek was kneeling on George's neck. Um, we still haven't heard about what their fate is going to be, whether they've been charged or anything like that. So, yeah, I suppose we're still waiting for them. But that being said, this is a first step of many because think about how many innocent black and brown people have been put into jail for crimes less than... You know, things like stealing a backpack, um, you know, carrying a pack of Skittles, you know, that um, I, w I would say, I would obviously what I'm talking about is like, you know, people not just going to jail for, for less things, but obviously then innocent lives being taken by the police as well, because, you know, this is police brutality we're talking about here. So, um, you know, the likes of Tamir Rice, Breonna Taylor and Elijah McC 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 McCain, I believe it is as well. And um, Khalif Browder, another one, um, you know, so these are people who whose lives have been taken too soon should never have been taken um and here we've got george floyd as well in a situation and yes his 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 killer is now in jail but 22 and a half years not not enough it's still not enough but i hope that george floyd's family um get the peace and the closure that they need however that being said like i say this is the first step so other corrupt police officers beware because one of yours is now behind bars we're coming after the rest of you so yeah watch your backs um and over here in the uk we i mean we're, we're not without our our controversies here, here in the uk um our health secretary matt hancock he broke the social distancing rules this week um by cozying up with um a colleague of his um, a picture was released in a, in a newspaper this week in the UK where he was seen having a snog, basically a full-on French kiss with his colleague um, who, who happens to be married. Matt Hancock is also married, so yes, go figure. <laughs> and then our Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, basically came out and said... Um, Yes, I've spoken to Matt Hancock. He has apologised about what's happened and the matter is now closed. And, let me th and I'm thinking, okay, so the matter is now closed. And it's like, what? But then again, I wasn't, not, I wasn't surprised because Boris Johnson, this like last year, he was also caught cheating on his wife because he knocked up another woman. Um... Who he's now engaged to. No, actually, not just engaged. I think they're now married. No, yeah, something along those lines. But he's knocked her up. They've got a child. It's, it's like, 
So yeah, so it's not surprising that he said that the matter was closed because it's like Boris Johnson's friends, they seem to break the law and then get away with it. However, that being said, today, Matt Hancock has actually now resigned. Yes, he has made a public announcement and he has now resigned. So good riddance to bad rubbish. Bye, Felicia. We don't, we don't, we don't, we know, we're not, we're not fussed about you anymore. Um, but Boris Johnson is the next one that needs to go. Um, in fact, everybody in the Tory party need, needs to needs to be dispersed. You know, our Tory party here in the UK are just like the Conservatives in America. They really don't care about people. They only, they're only in it for themselves and for the money. That's basically what they're in it for. And yet we've had people who have voted for them. We've had Brexit. We've had all sorts of things going on in the UK that the sheep are just blinded, blinded, blinded by what the Tories are doing and are just going along with it, you know, accepting what, what they are doing that, you know, saying things like, oh, you know, look how look how tired Boris looks. You know, he, how was he to know that COVID was going to do this, COVID was going to do that? He missed five COBRA meetings last year in a run up to lockdown in February, January, February and March. He missed five COBRA, COBRA meetings all because he was more bothered about knocking up his girlfriend than then then you know looking after the um the health of of, of the country so yeah <laughs> and matt hancock has not been doing well as a health secretary either so um yeah thank goodness he's now he's now resigned so we're just waiting for other members of the tory party to hopefully resign for whatever other things that have been happening um dominic cummings another person that uh, worked for jo boris johnson he was since kicked out the door uh you know sometime last year and then he's also been testifying against the likes of boris and against matt hancock as well so all sorts going on there but like i say yeah matt hancock goodbye thank you you are the weakest link <laughs> anyway <laughs> goodness me um right let, let's get on to some geeky stuff movie tv and all that sort of stuff um a couple of trailers that i want to talk about i've I've seen the new. They've seen. They've released the new trailers for both Candyman and Halloween Kills. Um, I kind of remember watching the original Candyman film with uh, Tony Todd, and um, I think I even also remember watching the sequel as well, uh, where they actually go back, give us flashbacks about how he became Candyman as well. Um, and obviously, this new one it's uh, directed by Nia Da Costa. Um, and stars obviously uh you know we've got we've got our man yaya abdul mateen the second in there and um it does it looks intense and it was very eerie very scary <laughs> so um i might give it a watch i'll see um probably not gonna go to the cinema to watch it i might i might wait for it to appear on like home home video and probably download it at a later stage or something um same thing with halloween kills um so this takes from the Halloween that came out a couple of years ago or so, two or three years ago, um, where the trailer for this one pretty much takes off, uh, where um, you've got Jamie Lee Curtis's uh, character, can, cannot remember her name, um, escaping with her two, I believe it's daughter and granddaughter, or two grandchildren, I can't remember, it could, could be daughter and granddaughter, because Judy Greer, um, I think, yeah, Judy Greer plays her daughter, so it would be the daughter and the granddaughter, um, it's, you know, going leaving the house that is now on fire consuming mike myers but then of course we see the fire department are on their way to said house and then all three of them are screaming basically no 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 let it burn and all that sort of stuff and you're thinking oh goodness me and then the trailer just shows you mike has not has clearly survived the fire he hasn't been killed by that um and then okay you know it gets to the point of where um you've got jake jamie lee curtis's character basically saying yeah we're, we're gonna end this you know it's about time that he was killed once and for all because how many films have they done of halloween i mean you've got halloween itself halloween two and three sort of veer off in that sense i believe halloween two does kind of continue with mike myers but then three four and is it five all veer off into a different direction? And then it's Halloween. Um, is it is it Resurrection that Buster Rhymes was in? That's when we see Mike Myers is back. And then Halloween H20, Jamie Lee Curtis is back. And then Halloween itself. Um, so you got the first Halloween and I think the second Halloween. Then it's Halloween H20, then Halloween, then, then Halloween Kills. I, th I think that's the chronological timeline please correct me if i'm wrong but like i say i'm not not been keeping up with the halloween franchise in that sense um so yeah but 
This one looks gruesome, looks pretty horror horrific in the ways that he's dispatching people as well. So um, yeah, yeah, it's Halloween kills. So there we go. So that's out in Hall on Halloween and um, Candyman. I think that's what October as well. I think they're both out in October as well. So yeah, interesting. So for all your horror fanatics, there you go. Right, let's let's move on. Let's crack on with the meaty stuff. Um, so, new trailer for Snake Eyes has now been, Snake Eyes has now been released, uh, starring Henry Golding in the uh, lead role, and uh, there are hints of obviously Cobra. There's mention of the Joes, as in GI Joe. We see the Baroness in there as well, um, and it's all about how you know Snake Eyes becomes Snake Eyes. It's, it's subtitled GI Joe's Origin, basically um, as well. So it does look pretty good. Action looks looks good. Um, so I will look forward to seeing that when that's out uh, later this year, I believe as well. Uh, during or before, if you if you're going to watch Fast Nine, if you're going to see an IMAX screening of Fast Nine. They will show you a preview to Jurassic World Dominion. It's quite interesting because it doesn't actually tell you the title um, at the end of it. Um, but you do get an idea that actually, yes, this is the third in the... Well, I say the third. It's the sixth. If you think about it, because you have Jurassic Park, Lost World, Jurassic Park 2, Jurassic Park 3, then Jurassic World, then Jurassic World um, Fallen Kingdom, and now Jurassic World Dominion. So we could say the sixth film in the franchise, basically. Um, so yeah, the preview was pretty good. Uh, we see all the dinosaurs in their natural habitat. And then we fast forward 65 million years later to present day. Um, and yeah, I'm not going not, not to say anymore. But if you if you haven't seen the preview, I won't, I won't let um, give you any spoilers or anything. Because I, I think it's better to be preserved for those of you who want to see it. So they are showing that, like I say, Jurassic World Dominion previews are being shown. So it's like a almost like a two minute, two and a half minute, maybe three minute preview um, shown before IMAX screenings of Fast 9. Okay, there you go. Now, last week I spoke about Manifest, um, the new show that, well, I say it's a new show, well, it is a new show because this was the third season that we're in now. Um, that's like the, the a, a different version of Lost. It's, it's basically Lost um, in terms of airplanes. Um, you know, I, I spoke about it, I think it was last week, where um, they said that uh, if whether or not it was going to be going for a fourth season and there was uh, talks between Netflix and Warner Brothers Television um, because even though it's been on NBC, NBC have cancelled it then um, there was talk as to whether or not there was going to be a fourth season because the, uh, the creator of the series has got a six season plan well it turns out that Netflix have decided not to order a fourth season and therefore WBTV themselves have decided to conclude their efforts to find a new home for the series so there won't be a fourth season of Manifest, basically. Um, I don't even know if the third season has actually begun airing or if it's aired at all. But like I say, no fourth season of Manifest. There we go. Now, an interesting change of, uh, of pace. Or should I say, I say pace, but Steven Spielberg. Um, remember how, well, there was talk of him not happy about the fact that um, Netflix was producing films um for academy awards and such that it shouldn't be he was saying that at the time we were all believing that he said that um you know streaming films should not be eligible for uh, for oscars and such however according to this variety article um now steven spielberg is actually his his production company amblin partners and netflix have now forged a deal in which um you know steven spielberg will will then will be producing multiple new feature films for Netflix every year. Uh, we don't know when it's going to start. Um, but yeah, like I say, there, there was a time of where, you know, it says it here that in 2019, um, that the director reportedly urged the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences to bar day and date streaming releases from being eligible for Oscars. However, sources close to the director dispute that Spielberg ever tried to bar Netflix from eligibility. He later clarified his position in the statement of the New York Times, in which he denied he had tried to prevent Netflix from winning Oscars. He also reaffirmed his support for the theatrical experience while stating, I want people to find their entertainment in any form or fashion that suits them. Big screen, small screen, what really matters to me is a great story and everyone should have access to great stories. And he's kind of right in that, in that sense, because you do want people to have access to great stories and, and content. So does it matter how they, how they consume it? Whether it's on a big screen, it's on a TV, it's on a phone, it's on a tablet, whether it's through streaming, 
VOD, SVOD, premium VOD, however you want to access it. If it's there, why not? You know, so give give the people what they want. So, um, yeah, so it looks like he's not against streaming, you know, releases having, you know, to be eligible for Oscars. Because we already know that Roma um, was nominated for an Oscar movie, um, actually won the Oscars, didn't it? Back in 20, early 2019, or was it 2018 that it won the Oscars? Um, so, and that was Alfonso Cuaron, where we, we know how talented he is. So, yeah, so, so like I say, this is a change of, um, you know, it's clearly i want to say a change of tactics in that sense but it looks like steven spielberg knows exactly where the money is so yeah yes he still he still supports the theatrical experience but at the same time he's um he, he wants to delve into the uh streaming service i mean you've got martin scorsese you've got Zack snyder already doing uh stuff for netflix in particular you know you've got you've got those big directors in there as well um and obviously we've seen the big name actors later on this year we've got red notice with the rock gal gadot and ryan reynolds as well so you know we are we are getting big big films netflix are really putting out the content there for everybody so so that's good anyway moving swiftly on moving swiftly on now um in right so so just just to talk a bit more about Fast and Furious, um, Vin Diesel has promised that Cardi B will return for Fast and Furious Ten. Uh, she watch you, you do see her briefly in Fast Nine. Um, she does play an integral role for uh, Vin Diesel's character Dominic Toretto, as does um, Dame Helen Mirren's character as well. Um, like I say, we do see some some old faces in in this film. Um, so uh, be be surprised for some for some interesting surprises. Um, so yeah, there we go. Cardi B will return for Fast and Furious Ten. Um, we've now got a title for the new live-action Transformers movie. It is going to be called Transformers Rise of the Beasts. It's going to be set in 1994 in Brooklyn and Peru. Um, it will introduce new factions such as the Maximals, Predacons and Terracons. Peter Cullen, the original voice of Optimus, Optimus Prime, will be back as Optimus in, and will be seeing Optimus in his G1 form. Um, and he will be the main character and will also show his origin of becoming a leader. Filming has already begun. Stephen Cable Jr. is going to direct with Anthony Ramos and Dominique Fishback set to star in the lead roles. And the film will be releasing in theatres on June 24, 2022. So that's a year from now, basically. And I've got to talk about this film because this new trailer just got released as well. Netflix dropped this massive trailer with a huge, epic cast of black excellence. It's called The Harder They Fall. It's a western and it's a Western that's full of black cast. I, I don't think I've ever seen anything to this scale. But it has, get ready for the names, Jonathan Majors, Idris Elba, Zazie Beetz, Regina King, Lakeith Stanfield, Delroy Lindo, Eddie Gathetti, RJ Siler, Danielle Deadweiler, and Dion Cole. That is an immense cast. The trailer is fantastic, looks amazing. And it's clearly also rated R by the looks of the way that the uh, blood and stuff is going on in, in it as well. Um, but the trailer, we see um, Regina King and Lakeith Stanfield, um, you know, and other characters are on, are on horseback. They go after a train, stop the train, because <laughs> Regina King's character is on, on a horse on the train tracks. The train slows down. You just you just see this white guy come off come off the train. The uh, the engineer, uh, the the the, <laughs> the driver of the train, basically, you know, saying you can't be you can't be sitting on this track. You and then just before he even finishes what he's gonna say, she shoots him in the head. Lucky Stanfield's character just like you know he probably could was just gonna say nincompoop. And she's like we are nincompoops. <laughs> and then they get on the train, which is full of white people. And they go to this to, to one carriage, um, and there's a there's there's like this, I want to call it like a cage, a box, and it's actually got Idris Elba's character in it, and he's in prison outfit. So it's so it's clearly a rescue mission. This this particular part of the trailer, um, and then as he comes out, he uh, gets his cowboy hat on, and then you just see the character, the other characters shooting all the soldiers all the military guys um well i say the military the cavalry guys on the trains so all the so they, they all get taken out and then we just see all these other different montages in in the wild west and such so ah oh, it does look good i cannot wait it's released later this year it's not no no given date but it says in autumn or the fall for those of you in america um but yeah 
the the um so yeah the film is called the harder they fall and uh the the, the slogan is this fall we ride it does look good it looks really good oh uh we've got our first look at sex education three season three of sex education even uh which we are going to get later um it's coming out in september and um we've got we've got some pictures of our uh characters as well um and they're all in school uniform that was the bit that really got me is that they're all in school uniform so um yeah <laughs> i'm wondering because previously we've never seen them in school uniform so i'm guessing something changed in terms of um policy at school and the teachers have decided yeah you're all going to start wearing uniforms so um yeah this will be interesting very very interesting to see how it all unfolds um yeah i'm looking forward to it looking forward to it it does look good yeah but everything every single school child school kid is in is in the uniform so yeah looking forward to that can't wait um right where are we <laughs> sorry uh we got a peek at WitcherCon, which is coming out july 9th so it's going to be the first of its kind of a you know convention for all things the witcher um mixing up with the computer games as well as obviously the tv series season two in particular um there, there are hints of Geralt you know grunting mm, 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 mm. <laughs> in there as well um yeah so it does look it does look pretty good the, uh, the the little peak that we get was about 30 odd seconds or so um so yeah july 9th WitcherCon. look look forward to that um good girls i don't know who's been watching this but i i've been watching it because it has been released on netflix here in the uk but apparently it's now been cancelled at nbc as a move to netflix has fallen apart um there was all sorts of behind the scenes stuff going on with it. Um, it was supposed to be going for, well, it's going on for its fourth season. So it's been cancelled after four seasons on NBC. The efforts to move the series to Netflix, which serves as its streaming home after a global rights deal for the series, have imploded and the series will not make the move to the streaming giant as an original series for season five. So there's other bits and pieces going on behind the scenes. Um, I'm not, not really going to get too much into it. But um, basically there was a shared... Uh, production costs in terms of you know um nbc would you know go go to um sorry universal television um who own nbc i believe um or the other vice versa even that um it says it here i'll, I'll read it out anyway uh, um sorry troy sorry the cats again i'll be out soon don't worry i'm coming out hang on they, they're scratching at the door now um, so it says it here that um, Netflix boarded Good Girls before the drama launched on NBC as part of a new business model created by the streamer's then-VP content, Bella Baharia. Uh, the move helped offset the cost of the series, but also limited the ways in which producers' universal television could further profit given Netflix had already secured both global and SVOD rights. At the time, the model, sense were, uh, the model made sense for shows like Good Girls, uh, the CW's Dynasty and Sci-Fi since cancelled Nightflies, which I had no idea was cancelled, as the early sales to Netflix reduced the financial burden of pricey original scripted series. But now, in an era where every major media conglomerate has its own streaming platform, such a structure prohibits the ability to move a show like Good Girls to NBC's Universal, Universal's own platform, Peacock. So, there you go. Um, then it talks about how Good Girls has not really been doing well in terms of ratings, Um I mean, I've, I've watched it. I've enjoyed it. And I've not had an issue with it. You know, Christina Hendricks, Mae Whitman and uh, Renetta as well. So, um, the, sorry, sorry, is it Renetta? Retta um, as well. And um, yes, sorry, I'm just going to have to pause for a moment because the cat's scratching at the door. So uh, bear with me. Right. Sorry about that. Yeah. So the cat is now in the room and he sat on a chair next to me. <laughs> um, yeah. So like I say, yeah, it's a good girls in terms of, um, you know, for, for me, I've not had an issue with it. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to, uh, you know, I've, I've enjoyed the first the three seasons that they've been that they've been put on Netflix. Um, so look forward to the fourth season eventually arriving. And obviously after that, well, if it's finished, it is it is finished there's nothing more that, that can be done about it so who knows what will happen and even christina hendrix herself on net on uh, instagram has been posting about it so she obviously feels um sad that the show's ending as as i'm sure her other cast members and crew as well uh not 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 particularly you know will, will be sad that the show is no longer um going to be on um now this is this is an interesting story john boyega now i don't know what's been going on but um he's his twitter account um 
he has he hasn't tweeted for a while. He hasn't tweeted since like November twenty twenty, but his Twitter account, the verification badge, um, went off. He he lost he lost his verification badge, and then suddenly it mysteriously came back. So and then there's also been reports that he um, walked out from the Netflix produced movie that he's doing Rebel Ridge without without telling anybody. But apparently, no, that's not the case. It was more to do with the fact that it's actually a family emergency was the reason why he left um but it says here in this variety article um that um says says here that since wednesday twitter users have been remarking on on boyega no longer having a check mark um by his uh twitter handle a spokesman for a spokesperson for twitter declined to comment but a source suggested the blue check mark had been removed due to inactivity pointing variety in the direction of twitter's verification policy which says you may lose your badge if you change your account name at a handle, if your account becomes inactive or incomplete, or if you are no longer in the position you initially were verified for, such as an elected government official who leaves office, and you do not otherwise meet our criteria for verification. We may also remove the blue badge from accounts that are found to be in severe or repeated violation of the Twitter rules. Now, it's actually quite interesting because it says here that the source added that inactivity can mean not logging onto Twitter for more than six months. However, within minutes, a variety pointing out that other celebrities, such as Star Trek actor Will Wheaton, haven't been publicly active. Troy, shh, calm down. Sorry, he just he just muzzled the uh, the the microphone. So if you just heard a loud bump, I do apologise. He's now on my table. Shh, chill, chill, cat, chill. Okay, you've just you just said hello to the world. Well done. Um, yeah, that, so actor Will Wheaton haven't been publicly active on Twitter for a much longer period of time, but have retained their verification badge. Boyega's blue check mark mysteriously reappeared. Now, as I said earlier, Boyega's last tweet is from November 2020, whereas Will Wheaton's last tweet is from April 2018. But it's it is unknown whether Wheaton has been logging in periodically to ensure his account remains active. So, um, yeah, however, it is saying here that Twitter is going to be taking more of a hardline stance and inactive verified twitter accounts removing verification badges more frequently um it also states that once you become a verified uh, account um you cannot request to have the blue check mark removed but the last um paragraph here basically says boyega's verification badge drama came on the heels of a hollywood reporter story earlier this week claiming the actor had unexpectedly walk off walked off his latest netflix production Net, uh, rebel ridge but Netflix cited a family reasons for Boyega's decision to part ways with the film. So there you go. So people were saying that it's some, something else unexpectedly, but, you know, Netflix basically saying no is to do with, um, you know, a family emergency rather than anything more drastic than that. So however, however else you want to paint it. Anyway, moving swiftly on now. Uh, not much to say in the uh, Disney Marvel area. So I'll quickly rush through it as best as possible. One, Rachel Zegler from um, both... Uh, West Side Story and also the new Shazam uh, Fury of the Gods movie has been cast as Snow White in Disney's upcoming live action adaptation of that film um, Harrison Ford has suffered a shoulder injury whilst rehearsing a fight scene for Indiana Jones 5 there we go um, I did say I think I said last week or the week before that he had been filming here in the UK in the northeast of England um, and how you know people didn't tell me about it but obviously there was no way I was going to wake up at five o'clock in the morning to go and meet up with him <laughs> and search and obviously he had fans following him around he told him you know get away from me and such things like that as well so yeah he's now had a shoulder injury so that's going to cause a bit of a delay in filming and the new Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings trailer has been released so we get a bit more background story about shang chi the character um his dad who has the 10 rings they do use that to good effect um we even see a hint of the abomination in there as well and uh wong is in this it does appear to be in this film in some capacity so yes the abomination from the incredible hulk is back in this is back in the mcu um how how exactly but you'll see it you see it at the end at the end of the trailer um uh, so this trailer was released during on espn i believe it was during a basketball game um so yeah during, during an ad break but uh yeah it does look good it really does expand a bit more on the film and what it's about so look forward to that look forward to that so that's september 3rd i believe that's when that's coming out um so on to some hbo max warner brothers dc stuff and we have to say finally the flash movie has now given us set picks we have set picks people we have sasha kaye as supergirl 
in the full suit, head to toe. Um, she looks good. I like the look of the suit. Um, top half, you've got the red with the shoulders and obviously the uh, the the the, um, the chest logo as well. Bottom, the rest of it is pretty much all blue. Even the her footwear is blue as well. So there's no there's no red past the chest um it's all it's all it's all blue further down but the materials pretty much like henry cavill's suit um we, we we know it's the same same costume designer i believe it's michael wilkinson um as well so yeah so we've we've seen we see some full full body shots there was even there's even a video of as well of her being hoisted in the air and everything uh we see michael keaton as bruce wayne he's even got the um the hairdo as well from 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 batman um Excuse me. We also see Ezra Miller and Casey Clemens, Barry Allen and Iris West, and it looks like all these shots are from the same location. It looks like they're all being shot outside of what looks like a courthouse. Um, so it looks like Barry Allen. We've got him. We've got Ezra Miller in a suit, and um, he's uh, coming out of the courtroom. Looks like he's there for the trial of his dad, I would imagine, and he's also sporting a flash ring, which is interesting. Yes, he's a sport. He's he now appears to be sporting a flash ring. So maybe he has already had his costume given to him by Batman because we know that Bruce Wayne designs and creates a new suit for the Flash. That's Michael Keaton's Batman. Um, and we obviously we've seen the low, we've seen the costume design in some capacity, especially the full chess logo that Andy Muschietti released a few weeks back. Um, looks more circuitry related. So it looks like it could be maybe nanotechnology is involved in this in some in some way. Um, so yeah, and as I say, Casey Clemens is there as well. Um, so it looks good. We've got set pictures, which is good. I'm pleased. Although Barbara Muschietti and his sister, who's also producer on the um, on the film, did post on social media. You know, please do not. Um, well, she, I say she posted, but she reshared somebody's story on Instagram that you know to not share any pictures, set pictures of uh, Sasha Kaye Supergirl because we want them to be able to release it in, in a more official manner and get everybody psyched and everything. It's like, well, look, if you're going to be filming outside, there's going to be cameras, there's going to be people with, with phone cameras these days. Come on, you're not going to escape it. And some of these pictures look pretty official anyway. And on the back of that, David F. Sandberg, the gift that keeps on giving, he needs to protect him, um, released an official new pick of the Shazam Elite. Yes, he has re released a pick of all the Shazam characters. Um, with uh, so you know you've got Zachary Levi there. You've then also got Megan Good. You've got um, Freddie, sorry, not Freddie, uh, Adam Brody, and um, you've got you've got the other guys. I can't remember what his name is that plays um, not Eugene. Yeah, Eugene. Sorry, and I've forgotten the actress name that plays Mary, but she's her first name is Grace, and then you've got DJ Katrona as well. Costumes all look different, slightly darker in terms of tone, um, but they look good. Very, very slimmer in terms of you know the not 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 as much padding as well. What's interesting is that the actress that plays that plays Mary is now going to play both Mary and the super version of Mary. Um, so we're gonna we're still we're still gonna, I still want to call it Mary Marvel. Um, so yes, uh, there's this. We're wondering what the reason was behind why she's playing both characters. David basically said, "Well, it's because you know, um, yeah, you know, she 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 can play she can play she she's able to play both characters. Plus, also because um, there isn't a um, what what was it he said um, that people won't know won't tell the difference." when she's um, in normal form, nobody's gonna recognize this. So somebody was like, oh wait, Grace is in the suit. And he said, yes, Grace now plays both parts, but her hair and makeup are slightly different when she's super, so nobody will will, will it will ever recognize her. And he quips, hey, it works for Wonder Woman, which is true. Um, but yeah, they, they do they do look good, all six of them. They look, they look really good, spectacular. Um, and yeah, I like, I like the suits. I really do like them. They look amazing, absolutely amazing. And, the reason the other there's there's other there's there's a controversy side of things as to why Grace is actually playing both characters because the actress who played, you know, grown up Mary, from the first film, she was actually in support of uh, uh, a certain Ashley Babbitt from the um, the insurrection that occurred on January sixth at the Capitol. Yeah, that's that I think might be the reason why she's not in the film. Um, but don't forget the kids have grown up. So Grace is obviously 
uh, grown up. So why can't she play Mary as as super as super Mary basically, or Mary Marvel as I'm still going to continue calling her. Um, and just going back to the Sasha Kaye as Supergirl, um, I mentioned last week how people were saying that she could look, she could be, you know, Lara Lane Kent from the Injustice comics. And um, even Tom Taylor himself, who has written Injustice and wrote the story of Lara Lane Kent, um, basically said that, you know, in 2014, Bruno Redondo and himself created a new Supergirl, Lara Lane Kent. And well, Sasha, Sasha Kaye at Supergirl is uncanny. And there is a side to side picture of both Sasha Kaye and Lara Lane Kent. And you know what? My goodness. Yeah, it's like it's like she's just been pulled from the comic books, basically being pulled from the comic books um boss logic has also done a quick um quick edit as well of sasha kaye as supergirl in the new in the costume as well i mean we all i love i just love the look of it i do love the look of the costume um people have been saying oh my god what, what is she wearing underneath the suit and everything but you can see what they're not abs per se because it's actually the um the stunt suit she's wearing the harness underneath the suit so no doubt in on film it's going to look different. We're not going to see the uh, the obvious emerging of of the padding of the uh, of the stunt suit because even he Helen Helen Slater she wore a harness suit as well um, during the filming of Supergirl. And if you go to Metropolis in Illinois and I've been because the Super Museum has Supergirl's harness in there. And they, it's done so well that even in, you can see during filming, obviously you'll see it's obvious that she's wearing it. But when you watch the film, yeah, you've, you've got no idea that she's actually wearing it. So so that's what they're going to do. They will remove, you know, evidence of the fact that Sasha Kaye is wearing the harness underneath the suit itself. But like I say, no, she does look amazing. The suit looks wonderful. So, yeah, I'm pleased. I'm really pleased. So that's good. Um... Bitsy Tulloch, Elizabeth Tulloch, who plays Lois on Superman and Lois, has tweeted that filming of the season one finale has begun. It is going to be directed by Dr. Harrison Wells himself. Yes, Tom Kavanagh of The Flash. And it's titled Last Sons of Krypton. And if you have been watching Superman and Lois, my goodness, that show is the gift that keeps on giving. I just cannot believe how awesome the show is. The last episode was just brilliant. Oh, I've got four episodes left. It's on a two-week hiatus now. So, yes, I cannot wait. As I'm talking to you, my cat is sat on my computer and he's just looking at me. He's wondering, what the hell am I doing? Um, he's actually staring at the microphone. Um, so, no, you can't come after it, Troy. Leave it. Okay, you stay up there, but do not turn off the PC, whatever you do. Okay, just don't turn it off. He did that once and I was actually working. He actually shut it down. Yeah, I nearly killed him. <laughs> anyway, moving swiftly on. Um, Amber Heard is preparing for uh, Aquaman 2, otherwise known as Aquaman and the, uh, the Lost Kingdom. Um, she's been posting videos of herself on Twitter um, doing some um, workouts. So I'm guessing she's, in, she's isolating at the moment um, to get herself prepared and get ready because that's going to start filming very soon, I believe. Yeah. Um, Pierce Brosnan has spoken about the um you know dr fate for the for for black adam and he's basically saying that he's going to be he's wearing a motion capture suit for dr for dr fate uh, and this is possibly for action scenes so there's a possibility that he will actually wear a more of a physical suit in parts of the film where it's not going to involve you know um any action sequences as well so you know standing posturing all that sort of stuff i would imagine um so yeah i'm actually looking forward to seeing pierce brosnan as um as dr fate so We'll see which version he is. Is he going to be Kent Nelson? Um, or is he going to be a different version? Could he be John Satara? Because if you've watched the um, Young Justice, there's a, there's, there's, a version, there's, a, there's, a, there's a scene on there where John Satara becomes the new Doctor Fate. And um, that was the agreements that he made with, with the Helmet of Fate, with, with Naboo, um, to save his daughter. And um, every once in a while, you know, well, I say once in a while, but there is a scene where she does get to see her father like one last time. Um, so, yeah. So who knows? Maybe that, that could be the case, but it could be a complete. It could be Ken Nelson for all we know. So we'll see. Um, 
New trailer for the Suicide Squad has been released. Uh, this one it focuses a bit more on Bloodsport. It talks about Bloodsport putting he's in prison for putting Superman in the ICU with a kryptonite bullet. Um, you know, Waller is seen using his daughter as a bargaining chip to get him to join Task Force X. We see a bit more of Starro. We see a bit more of all the other characters as well in there. Um, they focus a bit on Weasel at one point. Um, John Cena's Task uh, Peace Peacemaker. Sorry, I was about to say Taskmaster. Um, is definitely a douche uh, <laughs> that's all i'm going to say on that but uh yeah we do it it does look pretty good um in that respect as well and there was a, there was there was a bit of um i want to say a bit of back and forth with regards to um the whole blood sport putting superman in the icu people are saying oh well why is james gunn putting superman in the icu blah, 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 blah. it's like well this is in the comics blood sport was the first character to have used a kryptonite bullet on superman um in that in that respect you know he was he was put in prison for putting superman in the icu um somebody actually posted a couple of panels involving superman coming out of hospital um you know and such and people are saying oh my god he's put he's put superman in the icu and then people are thinking well it can't be Zack snyder's superman it's got to be the justice league superman it's like well that's not canon this is canon it's like well guys I don't think it's a bad thing that Superman was put in the ICU by Bloodsport. And just because, is it because James Gunn's directing this film? Is that why you're not happy about the fact that Superman's in the ICU? It's like, get a grip. And, you know, it's it's not, that's, it's not, that's not something you should be arguing about whatsoever. Um, you know, but if, but I would imagine if it was Zack Snyder that did that, if Zack Snyder cast Bloodsport and he had Superman shoot him with a kryptonite bullet and put him in the ICU oh, then you're all for it. But because it's James Gunn, you, you don't like it. Okay, fair enough. But then there was a flip side to this. And there's a video posted that somebody posted that um, that has Dwayne McDuffie, the late, great Dwayne McDuffie, um, talking about the importance or the relevance of how or why people are against black superheroes taking out white characters like you know going up against them attacking them you know he, there's there's a point in the video where he talks about um you know saying if daredevil um injured thor or he did something to to take out thor people would be like oh my god yes there it is you know he he hasn't got powers but he's got up against a god the god of thunder he's, he's actually done something to him whereas somebody like you know Bloodsport um takes out superman with a, with a kryptonite bullet and it's like well he shouldn't be doing that why is he why is he allowed to do that so again there's the whole race factor type side of things as well so maybe there's that you know there's there's that side of it and there's a side where people aren't happy that james gunn has put superman in the icu so yeah it's yeah <laughs> it's very this, this, like i say multifaceted in that side in that side of side of things and in the on, the, on that sense but um yeah i thought it was just yeah like somebody actually did post a tweet with a picture that said i shot superman with a kryptonite bullet and it's got idris elba's blood sport and then there's this face looking at it going fuck off i don't believe in that made up nonsense but then then they got a picture of ben affleck's batman i made a stat i made a spear to stab superman and then the same and then you've got the smiley face version of this character going so true and it's like yeah that that's pretty much how some people will view it it's like a black character put superman in the icu and that's like no um that can't be happening but batman tries to kill superman with a spear and it's like yes that's allowed to happen because he's also got not power he hasn't got powers but it's batman because he's not black you know the, again there's all sort of underlying bit of racial side of things but again it happened in the comics so what are people complaining about is it because it's a black character is it because the film is directed by james gunn what is so why are you getting so hung up about whichever version it is chill out it was in the comics it's canon okay it's happened there so and if it is and the way i see it it's Zack snyder's justice league it's it's that version it's how it's it's henry cavill superman that has ended up in the icu and even if we don't see it in some capacity in the suicide squad we know that it is in it's in canon as far as I'm concerned, it's in canon. So I'm sure eventually, should Henry Cavill come back as Superman, and I hope he does, maybe one day in whatever film that he's in, he might mention it. 
who knows so we shall see so yeah there you go moving on moving swiftly on moving swiftly on um nadria tucker who is the producer on superman and lois she has actually spoken about her obviously we know about her mistreatment of um you know being fired and everything with regards to superman and lois and um she tweeted um recently about um what's been going on in terms of um being compensated she basically said that um where is it uh goodness me i've just just lost my train of thought here we go um that she's not being compensated for superman and lois by both warner brothers and greg Berlanti. um so so yeah she tweeted on june 23rd where she says found out today that wb and Berlanti are officially Def definitively refusing to compensate me for my work and the poor treatment on Superman and Lois, despite their a their earlier claims of wanting to and in air quotes make this right. And then further on, later on, she then tweets. So about twenty four hours later, she tweeted a bit more. She said somebody asked what happened to the Me Too joke I called out in the Superman and Lois writers room. It actually got changed after all my complaining. So spoilers ahead. Um, so the story was for episode 104, um, was originally Kyle offering up Lana to Edge after he sees that she caught the villain's eyes. I think I spoke about this in my review, actually, of the, of, of the episode. There is a scene in in this episode where Edge is talking to um, Lana and he's like being really creepy towards her. And Kyle is looking at Lana, smiling at her and everything because he's talking to somebody else. But he cannot see the uncomfortableness that Lana is experiencing through it. Um, and it says here that, you know, Lana complains to Kyle that she thinks it's creepy. He says, let's not make a Me Too moment out of this. He just wants to talk business. And then Lana is forcefully implanted with a consciousness, only to be rescued by a big, strong man later. Um, that's not really a spoiler, because that actually doesn't happen. Um the story has it does develop it does change in there but she does go on to say which if you watched you'd know it isn't how it actually was filmed but when that draft came out a lower level writer messaged me apologizing for not having their head in the game because they were so disgusted disgusted by what they had read as a producer as a woman i had to bring it up it got changed but i guess that made that made me seem difficult so yeah so she's clearly something's been going on behind the scenes further that we are not um familiar with i mean she even goes on further when she tweeted first on the on the 23rd of june she goes on further she says i've worked on several seasons of tv for warner brothers and this is how they want to act and she's like what tea can i spill out of spite you all want to know what goya really thinks of bvs and we're all thinking oh what's this tasty juicy gossip but i don't think she actually delved any further into that um, and if she did i haven't i haven't actually read or gone to look for it to be perfectly honest um so yeah so th there's that there's that going on so warner brothers still being dicks basically um now this was an interesting turn of events tom welling and michael rosenbaum uh reportedly are working on an animated sequel to smallville yes that's right Tom Welling has revealed that he and Michael Rosenbaum are working on a Smallville sequel in animated form. Now, Welling made the revelation via a cameo video saying, Michael Rosenbaum and I are actually working on an animated series to bring those characters back to life and use as many of the original cast members as possible. Welling jokingly adds, don't tell anybody though. Um, <laughs> it's a secret. We're still working on it. So, interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I, Well, that's that does sound like an interesting concept and I look forward to see if that does take off bring it on i look forward to it i actually do look forward to it um Zack snyder's justice league is releasing on blu-ray and 4k and all that sort of content in the u.s on september the 7th there you go you will be, that's when the u.s will be getting the home release of Zack snyder's justice league and not long after that amazon.com have announced a Zack snyder's justice league trilogy is going to be released and it's going to be so basically what we're saying here is um it's going to be man of steel batman v superman dawn of justice ultimate edition and Zack snyder's justice league it's going to be an eight disc blu-ray collection that includes all three films um and no doubt with a lot of behind the scenes footage and other bits and pieces as well um so 
yeah, that seems to be the case that Zack, that Warner Brothers are basically saying, this is Zack Snyder's Justice League trilogy. We're leaving it at that. There you go. And obviously there was a trailer released on uh, HBO Max. I think we remember that HBO Max released a trailer not too long ago about the trilogy that Man of Steel, BVS, Dawn of Justice Ultimate, Ultimate Edition and Zack Snyder's Justice League is effectively, that's, that's the trilogy done. Um, there's a bit of an artwork as well. Got all the six characters on the front. Uh, we've got what appears to be six character uh, poster cards. Uh, we've got the three artworks that were done for the Justice League 59 comic books, all the variant covers. So those three are in there as well. And another card that looks like the uh, the symbol that Darkseid hammers into, you know, creates in the, in the ground when he first arrived on Earth um, to uh, take over. The, the the planet basically and obviously looking for anti-life equation <laughs> as well so um so yeah there we go justice league trilogy slack snyder just league trilogy um we've got no release date oh no i know no no sorry i didn't say i said we've got no release dates but it's saying it's on it's going to be released on the same day as the aforementioned zack snyder's justice league blu-ray itself so you're going to get zack snyder's justice league by itself as well as the trilogy so on the same day at least that's according to amazon.com so i don't know what's going to happen over here in the uk if we're going to get some sort of version of that as well or if we're going to get something completely different but we'll see we shall see okay a few things to round off here um dune has been pushed back to october 22nd uh it's been announced that there's going to be a madam xanadu series in the works at hbo max with bad robot yes that's right so we know that jj uh, abrams is helping to produce a justice league dark um is it series i believe um and they're saying now they're going to bring they're bringing in angela robertson uh, robinson who's worked on professor master and the wonder women which is a good film by the way you should watch that and also true blood uh, she's going to be writing the one hour drama series and should get it should it get greenlit greenlit will executive produce along with jj abrams and ben stevenson Rachel Russ Rice will um, co-executive produce. However, HBO Max declined to comment. Um, so, so yeah, Madam Xanadu looks like that's going to be the next um, sort of like uh, solo outing character from the Justice League Dark Universe to be brought to um, the to, 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 to the small screen. And obviously we know that Zatanna, the film is getting made. We know that Constantine's going to get his HBO Max series as well. Um, and then we don't know exactly how they're going to do it, but the last paragraph here from Variety is saying that they look like they're going to be going down the whole Marvel route, Marvel Studios route with create the individual character series first, then do a whole Justice League Dark show um, afterwards to bring them all together. So I'm sure we'll obviously see the likes of Dead Man, Blue Devil, and um, other characters in there as well. Um, so yeah, uh, <laughs> again. Warner Bros. trying to follow the Marvel the Marvel formula, because um, because you know we, we saw what they did with with Justice League. So <laughs> good 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 luck to that. Uh, we'll, we'll see we'll see how that pans out. And to finish off, I've got, I've got to talk about this because it is super cute. So Henry Cavill, there was a story that emerged this week about a kid um, who was telling a story um, at school, and he was basically saying how his uncle is Superman. The teacher's basically telling him, uh, "No, no, no, Tom. We we don't we don't tell lies here. You know, come on. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure that's not that's not true. Your your, your uncle isn't Superman. He say, no, 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 my uncle is Superman. And it was it wasn't until, you know, the mother came to pick him up from school and the teacher told him, look, you know, he's been, you know, we've been having him telling stories and such, but he's he he's been telling lies. And she's like, okay, well, what what was he been saying? Um, and she said, oh well, he he was saying that his uncle." is um is superman and we 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 know that that's not that's not true and she was like and the mother was like well actually on this occasion no he's right his uncle is superman to the point of where henry cavill himself actually took him to school one day so i can only imagine the other kids faces because they basically bullied him and you know tortured and you know teased him to say yeah right your uncle superman whatever blah blah blah, blah. and then henry cavill does show up to his school and you must be thinking oh shit oh okay his uncle is superman no doubt he's become the most popular boy in school now and there's actually a video of henry cavill actually talking about the incident itself and it, it's super cute it's really cute so his name's tom and uh yeah it's it's brilliant to see that henry 
did his thing. You know, his sister called him up and said, do you mind? And he was like, nope, absolutely not. I will do that. And yeah, he took him to school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he took him to school. And yeah, everybody now knows that his uncle is in fact Superman. So there you go. <laughs> so we're going to finish off there. I, th I think it's good to finish on a lovely little... Um, cute little story like that which is good so um want to say thanks again for listening everybody it's been a real pleasure as always um so we're we're going to get ready for tuesday because england played germany it's the euros obviously still continuing wales unfortunately lost to denmark today they got thrashed 4-0 as i'm talking to you the italy austria game i think has just finished i don't even know what the score is for that um let me see if i can dig it up quickly for anybody that might be interested if you're not interested i do apologize um but uh no i'm not seeing anything there so i would imagine that uh i'm hoping i would imagine that wales have won, um, sorry not wales um italy have won yep italy beat austria 2-1 um oh no it's still going actually it's an extra time okay right but it looks like there's five minutes left. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're an extra time. Italy are two one up, so we'll see. Um, anyway, so that's it from me. Thank you all very much. So enjoy your weekend, enjoy your week, whatever you get up to. As always, stay safe, stay sane, look after yourselves, and as always, be kind. Thank you. Goodbye. And apologies again for Troy. Um, you know, causing a bit of a fracas earlier on. <laughs> I'm sure you'll enjoy that whilst, I'm sure you've enjoyed that whilst listening to this anyway. Right, I'm off. Bye. Uh, and you, you have a, you have a nephew? I have, niece, I have nephew? multiple nephews. Ne multiple. Yeah, multiple nephews and one niece, one new niece. Do they of, uh, brag? Yeah. Who made a girl in your family? How did uh, that happen? Brother number three, and we don't know how it happened. Wow, I mean, amazing. We're assuming it's him anyway. Yeah. Do they, do they love the fact and brag about the fact that you are Superman as well? Absolutely, yes. Uh, and a good story, my uh, nephew Thomas, he went to school one day and it was you know, talk about your family day and he was t telling all the, the school kids that his uncle was Superman. And of course the teacher then said, Thomas, we don't lie in school. <laughs> right. uh, we, we don't do that. Right. Sort of, I, I appreciate good storytelling, yes, but it's, it's not a good habit to get into. And Thomas was stood by his guns with, no, 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 but my, my uncle is Superman and, and I swear he is, I promise. And so she got upset with him, uh, he got in trouble, and then my sister-in-law was pulled aside when she was picking him up from school, and the teacher said, look, we don't, we don't encourage our children to tell lies in school. <laughs> and I recommend that you would do the same. And of course, then she said, about what exactly? <laughs> Knowing that Thomas is, he does tell tall tales. <laughs> so she, was, she was all in, she's like, oh no, not again. Right. And then she went, oh, uh, she was saying that his uncle is, is Superman. She went, oh. I hate, I hate to tell you this. It's all true. Right, yeah. <laughs> you, you should speak at career day. Yeah. <laughs>